inside her eyes Red lipstick from the blood of all them boys who failed and tried What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Free Country, episode 3. That was my favorite intro music I could ever want. No Shade of Green by Flatland Cavalry, a band out of Texas that I absolutely love. And I think you should love too. I I messaged them and they said, I'm good to use that song. So uh, I wanted to give them a shout out at the front of the episode because I keep forgetting to do it. But yeah, that song is called No Shade of Green and it's beautiful. Green is my favorite color. Green is the color of my podcast image. And I just, that song puts a smile on my face. So I thought that would be good intro music. And here we are. Uh, Guys, uh, we are recording this pretty freaking late. And by we, I mean me. This is a one-man operation over here. This YouTube channel, this podcast, all of it. But I am uh, recording this Sunday night. I have just gotten back like an hour or two ago from the Outer Banks. I've had a beach vacation planned for a long time, and I was kind of the ringleader of a motley crew of about 12 friends. And we had a house rented, and it was a great time. It was really relaxing. I kind of enjoy being beach dad and making sandwiches at lunch and bringing them out to the to the sand and letting people eat. And that was kind of my, my role for the week. Uh, also, shout out to all of the dads listening to this podcast. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Thank you for doing what you do. We need good fathers in this world. And your job is hard to be a good role model to your kids. So um, if you are a father, thank you. Thank you for the work that you're doing and the ways that you're loving your kids. Tell them you love them. And I hope they tell you that they love you. Uh Anyway, I was definitely beach dad, and (laughs) much like many other beach dads, I got incredibly sunburned. I'm in a little bit of rough shape right now. I got pretty much immediately roasted on day one. I think I underestimated how much sunscreen the waves really take off the body, because I went swimming and then just got completely completely roasted to the point that you know strangers were stopping me on the beach old women kind of being like oh honey you need to put sunscreen on honey that looks really bad there was one woman i gave a shark tooth to i'd found a shark tooth on the beach and i walked up to her and i said hey ma'am i saw you were looking with uh, your grandson for some shells maybe you can load the the shell line with the shark tooth and he would have fun finding it because i like to do that at the beach i like to find shark teeth and, and she couldn't even process the gift i'd just given her She said, sweetie, do you have sunscreen or do you have a shirt you can put on? That's how red I got, guys. Really, really blotchy. And now it's all peeling. There's just little flecks of dead skin flying off my torso at all times. And it's it's a little janky. Um, Also, a little janky is the fact that about one second into the trip, I got a big splinter in my heel when I stepped on the deck of our beach house. Uh, and, And the splinters never come out. Some of the girls took their tweezers. They're very sharp tweezers and dug into my heel trying to get the splinter. And they didn't get it. And instead, they just kind of created a a hole in my heel that would just fill with sand and sharp shells all throughout the week. So I've been kind of walking on my tiptoe. And now my calf, my right calf is spasming because I've been walking on my tiptoe. So I'm a little bit of a pitiful sight. I mean, I'm roasted to a crisp. Uh, I'm peeling all over. I kind of am am limping about with an overly tight calf because there's still a splinter and and maybe some various shells. Maybe a little crab, a hermit crab is down in my heel. It's unclear. And I get back to my house only to the news that the church I attend 
has just been assuming that I am uh, going to play Zacchaeus, the very short tax collector in vacation Bible school tomorrow. So I have about eight hours to record this podcast and uh, edit it and then learn my lines to be a tax collector and make up a costume. I have to make a toga out of a sheet uh, and I'll be limping around. And I, I believe Zacchaeus was, you know, an Arabic man, a Middle Eastern man, like you know, all the Bible characters, but tomorrow he will be a beach dad, a sunburnt, limping, splintered beach dad that doesn't know his lines very well. So I'm in a, I'm in a bit of a a rough state. You know, I have a lot of laundry to do and I have a lot of videos to post. And my sponsors are like, um, Hey man, you're not posting much content right now. And you're like, I know, I know, I know, I know. I promise. I know. It's just like, I had the Nashville trip, then I had the Outer Banks, and now I'm back in Charlottesville, and I'm going to be in a rhythm. I'm going to get the splinter out eventually, and and then we're going to get all that content going that needs to get going. I've launched this podcast. There's a new video coming this week, and then you know I am I'm transitioning out of my role at work, and come July I'm going to have a lot more time, a lot more time. I'm going to be a full time content creator. And thank you so much to the people supporting me on Patreon that are already helping that to happen. It means a ton to me um, that you guys are are investing in me and helping this transition happen. But I'm gonna have a lot more time to make a lot more content. So I gotta tell the sponsors, guys, calm down. Um, I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna make it happen, and all is gonna be well. So, and you know, maybe in some ways the peeling of my skin from this sunburn is symbolic. Maybe there is a new me, new baby skin, new very red, irritated baby skin. And that's going to be the new Grady, the new content creator Grady. I just don't know, but we're going to see. So I wasn't able to fully keep up with all the country music news because, hey, I was on vacation. I was making sandwiches for people. I was waking everyone up and telling them to get to the beach I was reapplying sunscreen to my friends' backs. You know, always a wonderful job. Um, and I didn't, you know, keep up with every little bit of news. But I did see a few things that I wanted to talk about this week. And I did hear a bunch of new music that I wanted to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is Luke Combs getting inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. After one LP, and maybe an extended LP of This One's For You and This One's For You Too, Luke Combs has now been made a new member of the Grand Ole Opry. Craig Morgan was there. Uh, Luke was crying. And Chris Jansen was up on stage. And it was just a beautiful moment. Oh. Oh. All right. Holy cow. Are you serious? Okay, because if you're not serious, that's really, that would be really mean. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we gotta sing another song. Um, uh, let's just do, can we go? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the first time as the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry to perform at center stage. Luke Albert Combs, Grand Ole Opry. And Luke was very moved. The Grand Ole Opry, it's interesting, it's kind of become this symbolic rite of passage more than a literal uh, rite of passage for a lot of country stars because 
someone like Luke Combs that's playing arenas, and I'm sure he's going to be playing stadiums soon, he's not going to be able to fulfill the requirements of doing 10 shows a year at the Grand Ole Opry. But they have made him a member, and he'll probably play three or four shows a year, and they'll be very sold out. And maybe he'll do more than that. I think he'll take it seriously. Will he take it as seriously as Carrie Underwood, who plays you know, all 10 of her shows every year? She's really the only major label superstar artist right now that fulfills her Opry commitments. Probably not. But I think this is a pretty good pick from the Grand Ole Opry. Certainly better than their last two picks, Dustin Lynch and Kelsey Ballerini. I think Luke is you know, offering a lot more to country music than they are, or at least than they have thus far. And I'm excited for him. I think Luke is a really good pick. He's on top of the world. I feel like I'm saying it every week that Luke can kind of do no wrong at this point in his career. He is likable. He is beloved by the traditional fans because he's bringing some of the sounds, that 90s feel that they love back into country music. And he's beloved by pop country fans because, hey, he's making pop country. His EP, the prequel that came out last week, I raved about it. And you can check that out on the last podcast. But... He's just a he's someone that everyone can root for, and that ain't the worst thing in the world. So I'm excited for him being inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. In new music news, there are a few tracks that dropped this week. We had Midland putting out a new single called Put the Hurt on Me, and I freaking love this song. Give me something, baby, with your kiss. If I go put this out and uh, I just sat there looking at the waves listening to the song four or five times in a row when I first heard it this gave me Eagles vibes this had harmony this had gorgeous steel guitar work and honestly like I don't care about the whole discussion that happens around Midland about the authenticity of whether they really were a band out there hacking it on the road in Austin whether they really were playing these small clubs or you know, as anyone that's a little bit savvy can see. This was an underwear model, a music video director, and uh, their, their talented musician friend, and they made themselves into a trio, and there's a lot of good marketing around them. And honestly, I don't mind a lot of good marketing. I like a little bit of kitsch. I like things that are one shade too thematic, and these guys are going for this vintage nudie suit, kind of down on their luck, like bar fly vibe, and it works. And their music's awesome. To me, this is actually their most successful song I think I've ever heard. If more of their second album sounds like this song, sounds like Put the Hurt on Me with its kind of lightly beachy vibes, almost Bellamy Brothers vibes, then I'm in because I think this sounds freaking incredible. It's got that lonesome feeling and I just think it's really, really cool. These guys and, and so many others are really leading a neo-traditional revival. I feel like if I were a 14-year-old kid, if I were a freshman in high school, and I listen to country radio right now, they're going to end up kind of the way I think kids that grew up in the 90s did, which is whining about what happened to country music when they're like 15, 20 years older. Because what's happening in country music right now is really fun. A lot of the bands that are cool, that are on the rise, that are provocative, 
are the ones that are making music that sounds a little bit more traditional. The people like John Party, the people like Luke Combs, the people like Midland. It's just richer music. You actually do have steel guitar, you actually do have instruments, and it's so pleasant to listen to. And I think these are the ones that are kind of, you know, going to be the apple of the eye of so many country music fans that are coming up right now. And so I'm excited for this generation of, of music fans because I think a lot of the people, especially, you know, maybe in 2020, 2021, I think this whole, the last vestiges of the kind of Thomas Rhett, Sam Hunt, bro, pop star kind of thing, I actually think that's not going to be where mainstream country music is. I think Midland, Riley Green. Uh, John Party. I think this is really the future of the sound. And I think there's room for everybody, but I think the big dogs are going to be the ones that are actually using the instruments, that actually have the harmony, that have these kind of, you know, roots in tradition. Now, I know that might be silly to say when we got Old Town Road and the get up at the top of uh, the country chart on iTunes, but I really think that that is, you know, just some sort of weird 2019 country meme thing that's happening right now. I don't think that's really indicative of where most of the country sound is. But Put the Hurt on Me by Midland gets a huge thumbs up from me. I loved that song. And I truly, I truly stood looking at the waves, you know, burnt to a crisp, so sunburned with my aching splintered heel. And I just had a smile on my face. I listened to it four or five times in a row. And I just thought about, I'm so happy to be a country fan. I like this music. I like how this sounds, and I love that there are other people that love it too. So, weirdly, put the hurt on me, put the the happy on me. It made me feel great. <laughs> Another song that came out this week that I was super excited to see come out was Sturgill Simpson's new track, The Dead Don't Die. Oh, the dead don't any more than you or I They're just ghosts inside the dream Of a life that we don't know Now, this is actually a song for a movie of the same name called The Dead Don't Die, which is going to be a Jim Jarmusch film. And Sturgill wrote this song for it. And it's a zombie movie. And it's a song about how the dead don't die, they keep moving around long after we're gone. And it kind of works as a just sort of strange, lonesome song about how after we're gone, the dead and their ghosts kind of keep haunting this earth. But, you know, it really, really, really works as a zombie movie soundtrack where the dead are walking all around. Now, the lyrics of this song and kind of the story of it being in a zombie movie, that's interesting, but the real story for Sturgill fans is that we are getting this kind of bluegrass, high top mountain vibe from this song. And it's so refreshing. It's so refreshing to hear Sturgill making a song like this. There'll be old friends walking in a somewhat familiar town that you saw once when you looked up from your phone. I think I came into Sturgill right at the beginning of High Top Mountain, like with High Top Mountain. I had heard about High Top Mountain being a, a good album. I checked it out, 
and this is right when I was discovering Dave Cobb and all of his goodness, because I had found Southeastern by Jason Isbell, and then I would found Tin Star by Lindy Ortega, and then I came across High Top Mountain by Sturgill, and I loved it. I loved his snarl, I loved his uh, DGAF attitude, I loved, uh, you know, when he said, I'm the, I'm the king of shit mountain, <laughs> and if you want it, you can have the crown. And this kind of pained, but real, Kentucky sort of mournful sound that Sturgill had. Now, Sturgill is, is nuts, and I like that about him. I like the kind of dangerous element that he adds into the country music scene. He feels like a true outlaw. But Sturgill's sort of outlaw vibe has manifested in him kind of turning his back on country music sometimes, moving much more into rock spaces, and that's fine. I'm a huge proponent of artists doing whatever they want. But to me, it's just not nearly as interesting of a sound as his country sound. And I think his voice is so singular that it stands out much better with the lighter instrumentation of his bluegrass or high top mountain stuff. High Top Mountain is actually my favorite album by Sturgill. I know that Meta Modern Sounds is kind of his magnum opus. I know that uh, Sailor's Guide to Earth was the one that got nominated for a Grammy. But for my taste, High Top Mountain is actually my favorite album from him. And I think hearing The Dead Don't Die kind of took me right back uh, into, in, into the feeling I had when I first heard High Top Mountain. And it was just nice, and I'm glad to hear him make this. Now, I know Sturgill has said his upcoming album not to expect a country album. He's going to go, you know, one step further even away from the country sound and kind of lean into some of this sort of 70s funky rock vibe, a lot more horns, a lot more uh, heavy grooves with guitars. And that's fine. Sturgill can do that. I think that he's an interesting character to have in the country, country music space, whether he's making country music or he's just country music adjacent. I want him to keep, you know, going crazy and quitting Twitter and then busking outside the Bridgestone Arena with a Grammy in his case uh, after he wasn't nominated or invited to play at the CMA Awards. I, I enjoy that Sturgill is a little off his rocker and he adds something fun for us. And I think he is, uh, he's, he's thrown a bone to the people that wish he was putting out country stuff. And this is his first new song in three years. And it was welcome, and I'm glad for it. And he can go make his rock album now. I appreciate the little bit of country music that he threw to his fans. The last new one I want to talk about is Chris Young's new song, Drowning. This is his new single, Raised on Country. I guess it didn't click. This was, you know, in the long litany of country songs about how country they are, whether that's that's country bro or, uh, you know, what makes you country. This was Sturgill, or this was rather Chris Young's attempt to do that with Raised on Country, where it was just name dropping a bunch of songs, and it, I guess it didn't work. It did not take off. It was a step in the right direction from the atrocity that was hanging on, the worst Chris Young single ever, maybe. But uh, Raised on Country was a step in the right direction, but it still just wasn't that good. I mean, Chris Young has got such a freaking good voice, but sometimes it feels like he's not really trying, like he's not pushing himself. So when this video came out about a week ago of him singing this new song called Drowning, and it was about death, and he was crying in it, uh, it was beautiful. Laugh and cry a little while reminiscing by myself. I can't help that all I think about is you were taken way too soon. 
It ain't the same here without you I gotta say, this and you comes in waves And tonight I'm drowning Yeah, tonight I'm drowning Everyone was talking about it. Everyone was blowing up my timeline, being like, Brady, you got to check this out. You got to check this out. And I was like, man, I love that song. This is what you got to be doing, Chris. You got to be making real stuff. You got to leave your heart right there on the table, your beating heart. A song's got to cost you a little something. Uh, because Chris Young used to sing with such immediacy and with his kind of deep, awesome, rich voice. I mean, it's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of voice, and it's getting wasted on songs like On, On, and Hanging On. And uh, what's that song? Light a candle. Uh, Losing Sleep. Gosh, that last album sucks. But Chris dropped Drowning. I was so excited. And I do think this song is a step in a mature, better direction. But the production of the studio version of this song sucks it really 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 sucks one day i'll see you again but it's killing me we can't be face to face i miss my best friend so tonight i'm gonna pull out pictures ones with you in them laugh and cry a little while reminiscing by myself i can't help that all i think about is how you were taken it was disappointing I feel like his voice is all modulated, the percussion is way too heavy, it's somehow too fast, it's not sparse enough for a song about death, and it robs the entire song of its vibe. And if you're gonna have this kind of viral acoustic moment, don't put out an overproduced version right after. Dang, Chris. I was rooting for you, man. I'm always rooting for Chris Young. I want him to make more songs, like Tomorrow and... Uh, even you, that's a fun song. And uh, I just think his voice is so singular and so good. And I, I, I wish he would work with a different production team. I wish he would work with people that don't want to bury his voice under 500 layers of synths and too much vocoder. And I don't know, it just robs the song of all of its feeling. And uh, I think that was my initial reaction. I've given the song a few more listens after that, and I think that it's fine. It is still a step in the right direction, but man, it really shows what production can do to a song. And I really want Chris to get around different people that showcase his voice more and that let the lyric breathe a little bit. So anyway, that was my thoughts on, on Drowning by Chris Young. So those were the new songs that I checked out this week. And like I said, I didn't have a ton of time to kind of be up in the mix of country music stuff this week. I really wanted to unplug. I really wanted to think about kind of my future and plan out how I make this channel happen and how I keep the podcast going and and all that stuff. And I, I'm glad I got the chance to do that. But I did want to end with a message I got from one of you all that really kind of made my whole week, made my whole week. This guy named Keegan Randall. He's 19 years old. He lives in San Jose, California. He said he's been a big fan of the channel on YouTube for a few months. And he likes what I have to say about country music. 
uh, because he's been a fan his whole life, mostly 50s to 70s stuff. So what Keegan told me, he said, you recently reviewed a Maddie Poppy album, which I thought was interesting, so I gave the album a listen. Um, now, I covered Maddie Poppy's album Whirlwind on my channel in an album roundup, and I, I said, this is not a country album, this is a pop album, but there's a song on here co-written by Tom Douglas, writer of The House That Built Me. And it's called Nothing Good Comes Out of California. And I said, I really, really like the lyric of that song. What's a heartland girl doing way out there? They say you'll get tattooed in purple hair. You'll miss the Friday night lights in the county fair. And that's a pity. They say traffic it's kind of this girl from Iowa reflecting on how she won American Idol and she's out in California. And everyone in her hometown says nothing good can come out of that state. But she wants to prove them wrong. And and make something good, and there's so much great wordplay in it. Keegan says, uh, I ended up liking Nothing Good Comes Out of California so much that I threw together a cover of it. I think it was written to be a country song, and I decided to do my own take on it, and hopefully did it some sort of justice. Uh, he said, you know, please listen, I'm sure you're busy. And I listened to this song when he sent it, and I'm telling you, it just put a giant smile on my face. I think it's so cool that Keegan is out there hearing music and wanting to put his own spin on it and turn it into a country song that he hears it being. And I played it for my friends at the beach as we were cooking sausage and eggs, and there's a bunch of 20-somethings and old Grandpa Grady at 30 years old kind of bopping around in the kitchen to this pleasant sort of California country version of this song. And it just made me so happy, and I, I really thought about it for, like, the whole day. The whole day I thought about it and thought how cool it is that I get to talk about music with other fans and, and what music just does for people. How this guy out in California can relate to this girl from Iowa singing about California and how he can hear her pop version and want to do a country version and how we can all share that and how I get to be a part of that. And so I, I just, I want to go out listening to that song and, and just playing a little bit of Keegan on the way out. I didn't even ask him if I could do this, but I believe enough in it. And he'd put all these instruments together and steel guitar and all this production work. And I'm just so impressed with him and, and he's singing on it. And this really did make my week, man. So thank you so much for, for sending it to me. And uh, it's not available anywhere and maybe he'll put it out somewhere, but I, I love this. This is uh, Keegan Randall and it is his cover of Maddie Poppy's Nothing Good Comes Out of California. So I don't think I'll play the whole thing, but you guys have a great week. Um, again, thank you to the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day to you. Uh, one day late. And thank you guys so much for checking out this podcast. We got approved on Apple. And uh, yeah, that's it. Without further ado, let's get into the song. I love you guys. I will see you back here next week. All right. Later, y'all. Girl, you can't say we did.